the grade cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing cricket at the grade level. It's a tough, mean, dirty, dirty business being a grade cricketer. A lot of cricketers, you know, that's all they know. They've mm. done it since they're 10 and they have a deep-seated fear of change. But the grade cricket is all about being the most alpha version of yourself as possible at all costs and at all times. I don't bat or bowl. I just feel the gully, count the number of dot balls in a row, sledge 15 yards, make me feel better about myself. Thanks, Thanks champ. champ. Oh, no, you called me champ. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Great Cricketer on the Diamond Tina Podcast Network. And my goodness me, what a special episode this is. It's so special that we haven't got a guest. Mm. That's how good it is. But what we have done is um, we've collated all the hashtag AskTJCs because like for whatever reason, people are getting quite existential. They're writing into us or asking all the questions about like, you know, who's the biggest alpha basically. That's how everyone frames every single question to exactly, us, yeah. which we enjoy. Um, and thanks for writing all those questions in. So we thought we, we need to answer all these questions uh, before the end of the season comes around because, like, realistically, we've only got one more uh, TV show. We've got two episodes left, I suppose. So, like, next weekend is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, next week will be the last podcast of the Australian summer anyway because mm. – um, People will be gutted there's only one more TV mm. show. Big- <laughs> 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 yeah. Three of us especially, we're, yeah. we're absolutely and gutted. Yeah. Gut, we've been gutted well, Edos, like you, a fish. You did say that you need to get your affairs in order. I need to get my affairs in order. It's a long season. <laughs> I need to sit down, do a bit of housekeeping. This uh, this summer has been harder than uh, than any cricket season we've ever had. Anyway, uh, Ian Higgins I've aged 13 years in this yeah. summer. <laughs> oh, it's been I'm only 23 been years old. terrible for us. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. So Ian Higgins here with Sam Perry and Dave Edwards. Um, oh. This is the this is the uh, the morning after the night before the Australian Cricket Award. It's fair to say we're three of the most hungover men in Australia. Um, so anything could happen. We haven't got an agenda. Well, we don't know how to answer these questions. But I suppose the first question I'll put to both of you is how, the, how were the awards last night? Uh, well, it's nice to pretend that we're insiders at sure. the awards. Like like we wore, you know, I hired my tuxedo from Trevor West, uh, <laughs> formal hire. <laughs> uh, sure. And, yeah, like pretended we were hobnobbing and said thanks to people who came on our show and they just, mm. look, you know, like looked over our shoulder like we were just journos, which I guess we are. But, but, nah, but we don't want to be in the journal well, like, category. Well, we went into like Moses, Moses and like different. Matt Renshaw and How shit. We're like, oh, thanks for, thanks, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. They're like, yeah, okay, cool. We're just talking. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's right. I remember now. We're um, oh, there's a just picking order, white yeah. podcast guys. Yeah, that's a, mm. yeah, it's a picking order. Let's leave. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, we were on the red carpet. I don't know if any of the... It was a black the, uh, carpet. The listeners have seen any of that footage that's been splattered across social media um, of us kind of, you know, interviewing cricketers, you know, all. How many, how many people do we speak to? Eight, nine, ten? Yeah. Yeah. Cricket Australia CEO, mm. he was the first one. Mm. Yeah. Maxi, Usman Khwaja, mm. Pat Cummins. We all had chat with all of them. Mm. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> is, that, is that it? Just, just no, I haven't got it. anything. That's, yeah, a, that's right. Context. Context. Yeah. That's a takeaway. Yeah. There's a lot of people coming up to us afterwards saying like, "Oh, you guys look really scared on the red carpet and stuff," and like it was, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, I mean, what are we, what are we talking about here? This well, it's, I just, I just found, of all of all the things that we have been uh, able to do, particularly this summer, I thought that like that was the most ridiculous thing that we're on mm-hmm. the red carpet. There's like four spots and we're one of the people and we're just asking ridiculous questions. Um, Stoinis, obviously, a huge highlight. People were like have obviously seen finally, what he was. What we he finally was. got one on one time with Stoinis. Just just on Stoinis, who won Player of the Year. Yes. And I found that interesting in a lot of capacities because, like, we—I've never spoken to him before. Have you ever? Have you ever met him before? No, no. Have you? You haven't met him before? No, no. no. But like, just came across as actually a really sound dude. Like, so this is, we, we talked about this right yeah. at the table. So for those who saw the um, Australian Cricket Awards or whatever, you would have noticed that uh, 
Stoinis was in some kind of like a garish get up with his 1920s kind of prohibition like era. Like yeah. blinders. Hat yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was kind of uh, it was it was a bit different in the mm. you know, and didn't cr- they keep saying sense. that and they mm. they really did like they really positioned him as this different bloke right and he got up to speak and this was just before Kim Hughes who accepted Dean Jones's award mm. for the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. said that leadership is about providing an environment where mm. you dare to be different mm-hmm. which which is a wonderful line mm. and should apply to. Australian cricketers, except that like everyone wanted, and Stornis is the it man of Australian mm. cricket, but everyone took the moment to say how different Stornis was, mm. except that when he got up and spoke, and they're like, oh, why are you wearing this thing? Mm. You know, why are you wearing this get up? He's just like, mm. I'm just doing it to make my mates laugh, mm. and I just do it for yeah. my mates, and I just want to have a laugh. And we're like, you're the most normal guy in the room. In terms of like, like winning a situation, like he alphaed the fuck out of the room because it was just yeah. like, oh, look, 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 and, look um, silly, silly little get up. But, 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 the, but like, they couldn't deal with his it. Ans- like, his answer deal. was. I don't care. I'm just having a good time here with yeah. my mates and I join play cricket for Australia. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. Well, you just they, they really wanted him to be that kind of character, yeah. didn't they? Because the, the host, Jason Richardson, mirrored what he was wearing on yeah. stage, you know, hoping to get that kind of gag out of him. But Stoinis just, you know, was like, yep, I'm here just I a am. guy I'm just having a, guy a good cricket. time. Yeah. I just, I just wear funny stuff. I enjoy my cricket. And he's like, he, he, he thanked his teammates. He thanked his family. Mm. And he said, you know, they know what I mean when I say that. He seemed like the most grounded, down to earth person of all. Yeah. Mm. Except that everyone took the opportunity to say how different he was yeah. because that's fucking cricket. And, yeah. you know, if it's it, like like the actual dress code was black tie with a splash of colour. I reckon about 20% of people there actually wore the splash of colour. It was just <laughs> black tie. Yeah. Cricket's fucking conservative. Um, well, Dean Jones was entered into the Hall of Fame. Let me, let me put it to you, lads. Yeah, please. That Dean Jones is the worst player in the Hall of Fame. I... We talked about this earlier, he goes, and yeah, I mean, the stats aren't great, are they? Mm. I mean, 3,000-ish test runs. Mm. It's kind of like a weird amount of runs, mm. isn't it? 3,000. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. that good. <laughs> it's like if you dropped... low or high. It's like I've got all these yeah. receipts from work on yeah. my desk um, yeah. that I still haven't kind of expensed at work, yeah. and it probably would amount to about $2,000, mm. and I just can't be fucked <laughs> doing it because it's going to be like six <laughs> hours of admin. Yeah. Are you reducing his... His test runs to receipts at work. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. comparing Dean Jones's test career runs I know to my mean. receipts for work it's that like, I haven't expensed. It's, it's just it, going to be annoying, and it's only two thousand yeah. dollars. Like I mean, it's, I know a it's a lot of money. It's a lot, but it's like it's not that. It's much. not like it's that. A, it's yeah. like a but game it's changer. Nice. Yeah. It's nice when it's you n- see it's nice to have. But yeah. like yeah. six yeah. hours yes. of admin, like two thousand dollars. I can buy some shoes now. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to go through the torture of it. It's, yeah, it's like anyway. if, you, if you dropped like forty cents on the ground, do you pick it up? Yeah, That's exactly. Dean yeah, just make more money, fucking bending down, right. Bill Gates style. So, Pez, don't get it confused. I'm not saying he's a bad cricketer by any stretch, but yeah. Hall of Fame, like fucking Hall of Fame, greatest ever cricketers, Dean Jones. Yeah. Was a Is that right? Thing going it doesn't on. feel right, man. Because we could, um, we could read the auto cue, mm. like that the guys <laughs> were obviously reading off for the broadcast and. Before Dean Jones was inducted, Billy Murdoch was inducted. Right. Billy Murdoch's dead, and you know you obviously take the chance to say when anyone's dead. But yes, you Billy say Murdoch, it. like uh, you know Alfred W. G. Grace, and yeah. started the Ashes. He started so, the Ashes. So, so, and he was the first Australian player to like to hit a triple century in first class cricket. So he's he's done some good shit. Yeah. And then it was like there was some kind of weird like revisionism or like historical correction going on with mm-hmm. Dean Jones's induction. Mm-hmm. It was like. Every, like the whole sort of theme was like 
he was unfairly done by and we're kind of like mm. making up for that now, mm. which is, I don't but, know. I don't, I mean, can we read into this? Yeah. Like, like, what, like, is this some sort of CA distraction technique or something? I mean, cause, cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not seeing hall of fame. <laughs> no, but nah. also like, cause Dean Jones autobiography, Mike Hall, one of the greatest cricket books out there. If anyone hasn't read it, Good it's call. basically um, <laughs> Dean Jones talking about how wonderful his father is. And right, it really yeah. was the Genesis for a lot of the comedy of the great cricketer, his right. relation with his father anyway. Right. When Dean Jones's package was run last night, yeah. they showed a little clip of him almost agreeing with the decision to drop yeah. it at the time. Whereas yeah. the first chapter of Dean Jones's autobiography is all about the injustice, the terrible injustice of being mm. dropped while yeah. he sat in a hotel room in Bloemfontein, yeah. South Africa, after playing fifty-two tests in the prime of his life. Yeah, yeah. that was that to me it seemed very, like CA revisionism. Some, some fucking North Korea shit going on with Dean Jones's induction <laughs> last night. It was, yeah. Some, yeah, it was very. Staged. Like he really left the game in massive acrimony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was fucking livid. He was. He's he was also the only guy who's um, declined our podcast on um, contractual oh, yeah, grounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, on contractual grounds because yeah. Star India won't let him, which is just a yeah, lie, Dean. Yeah. And I know. You don't <laughs> Star India, please. I want to go on the Great Cricket Podcast. Adam Gilchrist literally yeah. came on our podcast. Yeah, at, yeah. and he's with Fox, and we're with Seven. Yeah. He's the he's the so, face of Fox, and yeah. he came on the podcast. Gilchrist, yeah. It was fine yeah. for Gilchrist, but Star not Dean Jones. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. he was my favorite player. He he, he, throw, he uh, threw me his gloves, and like when I was eight years just, old. Just I got to say, like dynamic cricketer, like terrific player, terrific player. Hall of Fame. Nah. Can I? All no. right, let, let, no. let's start a broader chat. Okay. What the fuck is Hall of Fame Australian <laughs> cricket? Like, yeah. like, is that even a thing? Well, I don't know what the criteria is. Like, you don't yeah. hear people go, well, he's Hall of Famer. No, it's Arts Hall of Famer. It's not like, do, like the NBA. Name, name for me Australian cricket Hall of Famers apart from Jeff Thompson because of his speech last year or whenever the fuck that was. I mean, Did, it's not even a thing. Yeah. yeah. Bradman's probably in there. But the I, whole I, I like, hope Bradman was in. <laughs> yeah, he's probably in it. Dean Jones in there, Bradman's It'd be hilarious if he wasn't in there and Dean Jones was in but it's up. like, you know, like the rugby league, you have the immortals, mm. the Hall of Fame. To me, the Hall of Fame what is, like, is, is basically fame? like the great team of like the 2000 era yeah. and then like Bradman. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, it's, it's basically Australia's top six, Warren yeah. and then Bradman. That's like, but yeah. Uh, who else won awards last night? We should go through the Hall of Fame here. I've got it here. Oh, okay, we're Jack go Blackham, Fred Spofforth, mm. Trumper, I found Clary Grimm. Have you watched Clary Grimmett Bowl on YouTube? <laughs> Yeah, I have. Genuinely wouldn't make fifth grade. Uh, and he got Bradman out a lot. It makes you think. Um, Bill Ponsford. Oh, Bradman's in there. Okay. Bradman, okay. Bradman's got a guess. Yeah. yeah. He got there a couple of years ago. He wasn't the first. He got a couple Bill of years O'Reilly, ago. Keith Miller, Ray Linwell, Lily. A couple of good players here. Warwick Armstrong. Who's the worst player? Is Dean Jones the well, worst? Well, Neil Harvey, Alan Border. Let's go through it. Woodfall. I keep thinking. Every time I think of Bill Woodfall, I think of Bill Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bill Woods now yeah. or Bill Woods Sports Tonight? Yeah, yeah Sports Tonight, yeah. <laughs> That's one for the UK uh, fans. Arthur Morris, Greg Chappell, Stan McCabe, Ian Chappell. Some good players. Hassett, Trumbull, Alan Davidson, Clem Hill. A couple more. Monty Noble. It's, yeah, it actually goes on for quite a long time. And Dean Jones. Do you reckon Greg Chappell should be taken out of the Hall of Fame, given his contribution to Australian cricket? You can't look what, like when they like, like edit, re- edit someone out of a movie because of the <laughs> Me Too movement. Like Kevin Spacey. We had to remove him and replace him with another actor. <laughs> Can we replace Greg Chappell with, I don't know. Doug Walters or something. He's Steve Smith. In, yeah. I still think boomers run our world. And boomers, of course they do. Boomers, course they do. Like, I mean, Greg Chappell's a boomer and I think like boomers love Chappell the way that we love like Mark Warren, Shane Warren. Like he, he, he's an untouchable, even though like <laughs> fucking boomers, Well, man. that's yeah. interesting because like. KAB, killer boomers. All boomers. 
I think like Mark War and Shane Warner just like in the they're in the spotlight now where they're kind of like they're detracting a little bit. Like the the, the gloss, the shine off like their like the, the deities that are those two yeah. great cricketers. So Who, like which guy? Sorry, I missed. War and Warren. <laughs> okay, yeah. And just like some of the shit that they say is just like Well, they've just got a fucking endless platform to vent like we do. But yeah. we create our own platform, but obviously they're they're just paid for opinions. Yeah. Like Shane Warren releases a new team every day. Yeah. So Stop he, fucking making teams, Shane yeah. Warren. Well, okay, so he's just put it out as Ashes Eleven. Yeah, it's fucking six months to go. Yeah, there's mm. there, there's no Stark or Kawaja in his Ashes of Eleven. Not. But Darcy Short's opening the batting. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Warner, oh, it wasn't Warren. Mark, I mean, one thing that did sum up those guys' views is uh, w- w- was watching. I was watching the Big Bash the other night, and it was like Darren Lehman and Mark War, um, who are like two senior. Selectors in the Australian side a couple of months ago. Yep. Now, obviously, haven't got gigs for various reasons that we all understand. Discussing Matthew Wade's chances and like the way they just kiboshed the idea of Matt Wade being in the side. Who was the they, domestic player of the year at the domestic at the player of the last year? Night. Clearly, the most in form and like together Australian batsman at the moment who isn't in the national side. Yep. And he could well be. The most together batsman if he was in a national side. Yep. The way they kiboshed it was hilarious. Mm. It, it was like they both, Lehman and War just piled on each other with reasons why he shouldn't be in the side. And before that, they'd said, sort of said like, well, you know, Matt Wade, like, like Cummins, I think, and Matt Wade had a bit of a, um, a verbal on field. And, you know, it was sort of mentioned, well, he gets under people's skin, Matt Wade, you know. He, he, a he, side he, mouth he, comment. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, the whole thing was side mouth. It was yeah. a side mouth emoji. But uh, yeah, it was like, it was like oh, I don't think Mark Law's ever talked out of the front of his mouth. <laughs> That's a good, he should try it, shouldn't he? Yeah. Isn't yeah. the isn't the thing about like a guy like Wade just in the peak of his powers? He's thirty one. It reminds Mark you, said, he's, he's like he's thirty two. It's like well, he's not. He's not he like literally turned thirty one a couple of months ago. And didn't you right. say that like his reasoning was? Oh, he had a go. Yeah, yeah. No, he had a go. His yeah. comment is that like. Um, his career stats are there for all They to speak see. for themselves, yeah. don't they? And um, no one can ever change. No one can ever improve. Well, you can never get better. You had a go and yeah. now you, you, you're removed from the setup and you can never have another go. We picked you – we gave you a go when you weren't as good as yeah. you are now and yeah. therefore you've you gone are. away, you've improved yourself, you're the domestic player of the year, but you yeah. had a go. And, but and, and also our side is just absolutely full of runs at the moment. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, we, we, we're actually settled as a side. That's true. Um, yeah, who can't make 300. <laughs> well, we score four hundreds against Sri Lanka. So as long as we play at Monaco, we'll get Sri Lanka forever. But doesn't uh, doesn't like when Wade batting just remind you of like a guy like in a, in a club sense or a great cricket you know sense? It's like when a guy like an older guy comes out to bat and he like faces his first where he blocks it and you go fuck, how do we get this bloke out? You know, like when it's always no, like an older yeah. guy comes to the crease. They just together they they know their game. Like Steve Waugh's basically last fucking four years of his Test career was just like. He was just old. He wasn't good. He was just old. He just couldn't oh, yeah. get him out. You know what I mean? Steve Waugh just uh, – my memories of Steve Waugh's last couple of years was him just turning his shoulder to every ball in his game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's yeah. a great conversation to be had about like um, great players retiring and who was like the best of the worst when they lost it. Do you know what I mean? Who like, was like, the who, best of the worst? Well, who, who looked really good even though they'd lost their faculties? Or who Faculties. Looked, well, they, they had, you yeah. know. I mean, Mark, mm, like Mark, Mark Waugh couldn't play anymore. Mm. Yeah. He honestly couldn't play the code. Yeah. Steve Waugh was the same. <laughs> yeah. Ponting looked kind of good. Like I it was saw, just the hook shot that yeah. he kind of but had Ponting was like with. falling over. Oh, it was yeah. all yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mark, Mark yeah. Taylor was. Yeah. Yeah. But it's probably it's probably like a guy like Langer or Hayden, when the, who went out still, still relatively on top, isn't mm. it? That's probably the answer. I don't know. Bradman got bowled, didn't he? Didn't pick the wrong one. Well, he said he walked back into the. Uh, he walked back through the Bradman corridor and apparently said, oh, "I picked it." 
yeah. yeah. But I just didn't want to hit it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted average 99. He got well with a rod from Holly's and he was just like, oh, was that the wrong one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was, that was the wrong one, wasn't it? Did you probably do that? I was at that one, wasn't it? He, 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 he did the wrist flip yeah. thing. Oh, was that one? Yeah. Oh. Isn't it interesting though? Like, I mean, so the selectors selectors on air took, show. because there's only like three jobs going in Australian cricket and like only two people can fulfill all those jobs. Yeah. Um, there's no point job sharing at all. But um, like, for instance, like if they go to a shield game, right, and Matt Wade is like at the crease and he's but batting and he's, sc- and he's scoring blokes. runs. But like, let's, I mean, they're obviously watching. Like, yeah. They're not just like flicking onto Crick Info and just like catching up the scores. They, they have to be at the games. So Reading, what happens when articles. like, so, so what happens when like Wade's at the crease? Mm. Are they just like, well, this doesn't matter. Is that, is that, is that like, that's what they're saying. Like, they, he's not going to get picked. They genuinely on this, um, on this BBL commentary stint with the Hurricanes, they discussed that and, uh, both of them like outlined why they watched No Shields because there's so much international cricket. It's fucking going embarrassing. On. And that, That's like, embarrassing. Like Mark War said, and it was like, no, sorry, it wasn't Mark War. It was Darren Lehman. Yeah. Described how in his tenure as Australian coach, he could only get to one Shield game a year, and we were. I don't know the logistics of it, but we were supposed to like. He said it in a way that like we were supposed to accept that like it's just a constraint of the schedule mm. that he can only see one shield game. I I was like, can you retrospectively watch more, please? <laughs> you know what can I mean? Can you play like, like, catch-up yeah. services are available for you to watch? Well, yeah. I mean, these guys, like, this, this is the thing. Like, they, they, they reveal things about Australian cricket and the priorities when they say things like this. I think they're just trying to be entertaining, but, like, it, n- there's no comment that um, sums up more how, like... The, the lack of value placed on shield cricket mm. than, you know, Darren Lehman, the last Australian mm. coach, mm. saying, I watch, I watch one. But match. The, like, we, I mean, we, we've like literally joked about it on various different platforms this summer about you've got to score the right kind of runs. Mm. And so, like, literally, like, you're playing in a shield game yeah. and, like, the bet the Australian domestic player of the year is batting and Tasmania yeah. are four for fucking nothing. And then he comes out and scores runs. Are they just like, this, like, the, what's happening here does not matter. None yeah. of this matters. So, what? like, he's not scoring the right kind of runs. So, what's the point of him playing? Like it's fucking ridiculous. You watch Matt Wade bat. He's he's at the abs- absolute peak of his powers. I mm. mean, he just like if we if you're talking about visceral reactions to batsmen, which is mm. you know what we do in Australian cricket. Yes. Like, I mean, he is so together. Mm. And then the the reasons against him playing are like, well, he tried once, but it's like, yeah, but he's not he's not a keeper anymore. I mean, the entire situation mm. is different. Mm. You know, mm. like he's so together. He's mm. scoring the most runs. He looks amazing. Uh, like, like, the, why is it in Australian cricket that like certain guys have to do double mm. more than anyone else mm. to be well, noticed, saying, and certain yeah. other it's guys? It's a boys' club. Australian what, what, cricket is a boys' what's club. The formula is it just a chest thing? Is it just having beers? <laughs> Serious, like, like just it's being. Probably, a, it's probably something that you can't articulate. It's yeah, like pheromones. It's, really it's a chemical <laughs> yeah. feeling that they have around certain men as opposed like to Lange other men. Just smells, mm. guys. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's a smell. He uses those pheromone wipe-ons you get in the toilets. <laughs> so who were the good pheromone guys? Yeah, Toilets are very good pheromone guys. Love Shane's got good pheromones, real good. Just with the the Alan Border medal itself. Uh, the Cummins won it just ahead of Nathan Lyon, right. who's obviously had just an incredible year because he doesn't even play the one days yeah. for the most part. So to yeah. nearly take out the gong for overall cricket of the year is incredible. Mm. Third, Aaron Finch. Yeah, that was a surprise. Jarring for Australian cricket. I think that, that Aaron kind of Finch sums up the, the and year. And probably for yeah. him as well. I, yeah. I dare say he would have been chastened and yeah. slightly embarrassed by the nomination. I think, so, yeah. I think it, it does reflect like his very, very superior form in short forms of the game, yeah, that 
didn't last into this summer. But still. Well, Quaja was also up for the test award. That's That was funny, yeah. That was funny. Good catch, though, in Adelaide. He <laughs> <laughs> did have two good innings. Yeah. In the last 12 months. It's kind of funny how, like we were saying before, it is that like the there was no like summation of the year because it kind no. of started of like we won, we won the Ashes, like three of us won the Ashes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we won. Finishing it. off with Sydney there and then obviously went to South Africa, a pretty uneventful series for the most part. But like there was no like reflection well, of like the year that was because no. then we went to um, Dubai. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have, I would have appreciated that little wrap-up of the year mm. and obviously the terrible atrocities that happened yeah. as well. They should have been addressed, I thought, yeah. front up. And I thought maybe... Kevin Roberts, CEO, you know, like yeah. a club president would have got up there and, and given a speech, but mm. I didn't see him anywhere near a stage. Exactly. Mm. And what, like, why not? Yeah. I mean, you're the new CEO. These are the awards. Yeah. I mean, I understand broadcast is, is a consideration and, and time and so forth, but mm. surely the CEO of Cricket Australia should be getting up there and saying a few words, shouldn't he? Uh, once again, mm. Cricket Australia is copying Aussie rules. I'm sorry to get on this, but like, the fact that we're now discussing whether Dean Jones should be in the Hall of Fame or not is a classic yeah. distraction technique from CA. Yeah. Really, the club president Kevin Roberts should mm. have been up there speaking, and he should have been <laughs> taking no- he should have been taking notes from. I mean, even Donald Trump gives a State of the Union speech, mm. and he gets people to stand up every two minutes buddy. and 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 give a standing ovation. Who would be ovation. the two people sitting behind um, Kevin Roberts if he gave a State of the Union? Well, Greg Dyer from the ACA. Yes, ACA oh, and one. CA. He'd be Pelosi doing the shark. Dyer club. is Pelosi. Yeah. Uh, and then who'd be Kevin Can- Roberts? Candace Warner. And Candace Warner. In- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Eddings. Yeah. <laughs> Roxy Jacenko. So um, yeah. I was just I was just thinking like in terms of like this was broadcast on Seven Mate. Um, is there any interest in like the Australian Cricket Awards? Because there was no interest in the Sri Lanka series as a whole, no. which I can't blame anyone for. But like are, are people even going to be interested in like what we're talking about? There's the Cricket Awards. Probably not, is mate. This, like, I a- mean, we live in a gilded bubble ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Too much so, I would say. <laughs> but like, do you think do you think there's interest in like, you know, I mean, Pat Cummins having a wonderful year is there a celebration of that? You know, Elisa Healy, well, incredible years. He goes, the, the, the the girls won the the um the the T Twenty World yeah, Cup, yeah, incredible. whatever they won. Yeah. At the end of <laughs> the, the <girls>. awards, <laughs> the girls won. Um, they usually charge their glasses at the end. Yeah, you got to like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, the um the yeah, awards. Toast, like that, yeah. That's what I look forward to. Mm. Is you know, the raising a toast, and we all hold up our glasses. Or you couldn't yeah. get a fucking drink there last night. I swear <laughs> to God, the service was atrocious. I'm <laughs> um, a crown. Um, but why didn't they charge the glasses? That's a tradition. Cricket loves tradition. Yeah, I, I was, don't know. Is there something about like it? it seems very. Um, old school to like would you please charge your glasses yes. yeah but there are mm. some little traditions i like mm. i mean yeah. i'm I, I i'm not really a traditionalist but mm. there are some things i want desperately from an awards night mm. you were, it, it is to charge the glass yeah, to you the wanted winner that i want to charge like the glass 20 to the minutes winner. before it happened you like oh, it is an interesting thing glasses. and then they didn't mm. you're like i am holding this drink and i will raise it in awesome. acknowledgement of your achievements over the last calendar year but it is and an i will drink, drink to that yeah. i yes. shall drink to this i will drink to this not because of my thirst, my insatiable thirst. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a show. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we'll just we'll, we'll move along because there's so many questions to to answer here from other people who have written in. I say last week uh, the, the the response to the Steve War story was fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, and we kind of like um, facetiously said. Have you got a Steve War story? Get in touch. Yeah. And, uh, People we, did. And, 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 did. and we had 15 <laughs> stories. Yeah. Except that um, many of them are not verifiable. Well, except there's the a problem. common theme. Yeah. And that Steve War is a, uh, and just insert your own word there. But yeah. um, Again, untouchable. Absolute, absolute deity of the game. Yes. And uh, he shouldn't be trifled with. But 
<laughs> so um, for all the people, all there the people was a lot of did, but there were also some other like it was just a free for all. People were getting in touch with experiences with cricketers, not just Steve yeah. Wall, yeah. but there were some other former yeah. cricketers. There was like Jeff Thompson. It was like no, a Madison was story Jeff in Lawson. there. Jeff Lawson in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like just a number of like I, I think would be really. If we paraphrase one Steve Waugh story that he, like for those who are um, rugby league fans it involves Steve Waugh and Bill Harrington oh, the yeah, referee yeah, 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 both yeah. playing an over 35 soccer match and it was from the perspective of the referee <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, who described um, yeah. his experience of being of dealing with Steve Warren, Bill Harrigan yeah. <laughs> on the field. And no people were like, oh, what's his story? Basically, yeah. he brandished uh, a, the, the, the referee who told this story brandished a yellow card to Bill Harrigan, Bill Harrigan who wasn't happy with it. And Steve Warren stood in Harrigan's way and said, fucking pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> why is everything Steve Warren said? So it's only ever like one or two words, yeah. but yeah. it's just loaded oh, with meaning. Why, why can Cutting. I like, visualize it so well? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fucking yeah. pathetic. Just those sl- like, sl- like, like squinty yeah. eyes. Yeah. He's wearing glasses. a baggy. Green he's wearing a baggy, he's wearing a baggy like, green yeah. and Oakley's playing soccer. Yeah. That's what's going on, yeah. <laughs> fucking pathetic. <laughs> he's wearing a baggy green and glasses. Yeah, just fucking holding court in centre midfield there. Mm. Yeah. Um, should we do some of these? Yeah, we'll do some of the things. Um, I'll say that uh, for people who are listening to this before Thursday, the uh, Australian Podcast Awards, the voting finishes on Thursday, on Valentine's Day. So if you do want to take the time, it takes uh, apparently it takes less than two minutes, uh, between 90 seconds and two minutes, mm. uh, it'll take to, uh, to, to, to give us a vote. We'd really appreciate it because, like, I think we said this last week, but we want to win. You know, we, we did this thing. Uh, we, we registered to, to win, so we want to win. So um, And that, that just relies on, on, on you guys out there. We want there. validation. We want we validation. Yearn, we, yearn it. we yearn for validation desperately. Um, I don't think we're asking the, the listeners to do anything else this week. We kind of... We usually ask a lot of them. We, but, we have um, been asking them to do a lot of yeah, things so recently. Just sit back and, and enjoy the content. For that. Just sit back. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's, let's answer some questions. Um, yeah, it's the RSTGC special. Let's do it. Can I say... I'll just tell one story, just Please. in the lead up to the Ashes. This is from last night. So I was at Crown Casino. I was playing a bit of roulette. Um, Mate, you were bombing you, on the roulette. You actually I, left for a while to go and gamble. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a problem. Um, <laughs> I, w- I watched you gamble. Yeah, I that's didn't, right. I didn't participate. I just watched you lose. Anyway, you, you, you then left and then you, yeah. were, you were talking to the Australian cricket captain, Tim Payne. Um, but Tim Payne came over to um, like bullishly debate selection <laughs> things and I was like... <laughs> I'm like, I was so pissed. I was, like, I was like, I serve at the pleasure of the president. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, we, we, we can't have this. Ch- I can't talk. I was like, except yeah. that Farwood should be in the ODI side because we need wickets between overs 10 to 40. And, <laughs> and are you, you going you gonna, are you you to adopt that? a horses for courses policy in England? Yeah. And then he just said that, well, it, but all of our batsmen play away from their body. <laughs> Such a weird interruction. <laughs> anyway, so anyway. I'm playing right. Probably not fair to, to name the person that I was mm. – um, playing with but cool. it's a current play and he's going to be playing in the ashes and uh <laughs> and the the west indies england test match was on mm. and then like i was like oh how, how good how good to see mark Woodbowl 95 mile an hour again mm. and he's and playing then, roulette and then he yeah i just said it sarcastically yeah. and then he was like oh is he playing is he <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i go yeah oh yeah he took five wickets in the first innings and i was like oh do you guys like do you guys watch much of the cricket like have you watched any of this series you know and then he was like he like looked at the screen, turned his head, looked at the screen, watched one ball, and he goes, that's honestly the first ball I've seen of this series. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, to be fair to them, he doesn't need to watch it now. Like, he can do all his video closer to the um, – it's like when you're prepping yeah. for a meeting at work. Sure. You know, you can do it the day before. Yeah. But it's more like there's – like, the guy literally is in the test side – and yeah. there's no immersion in cricket. No, and, that's, like, and, yeah. and it makes you feel terrible that like you need to stay across it. And yeah. the guy who's actually playing doesn't give a fuck. 
You're sitting on the bus with your headphones in, watching a guy shadow bat with his umbrella. You're squeezing an avocado at the supermarket, realising you'll never be able to buy a home, but geez, you're absolutely going to crush breakfast. You're walking the dog, assessing the likely speed of the outfield if a cricket match was being played. You're sitting next to your teenage son in the car, while three blokes from the internet discuss the intricacies of male grooming techniques for the showers. You're listening to the Grade Cricketer podcast, and you're thinking, how do I get around the boys? From Brendan Julian asking them if they've ever lifted the Sheffield Shield trophy, to Mike Atherton desperately wanting to get off the phone, to Brad Hodge revealing that he batted in a club game with an IPL lid on, and finally all the way to Adam Zampa saying that he fucking hates grade cricket, just like the rest of us. Yep, we've all come a long way together, and now the grade cricketer lads are asking you to get around them. The Australian Podcast Awards are the night of nights for mainly blokes to celebrate their achievement of having a USB microphone and an internet connection. And Dave, Pez and Higos are asking you to get around them by lodging your vote for the Grade Cricketer Podcast at australianpodcastawards.com. Just click on Vote, search for the Grade Cricketer and follow the prompts. Maybe they'll splash on a bit of Chopkin cologne for the occasion. Maybe they'll rock up in whites. Public voting ends on Valentine's Day, the loneliest day of the year for podcasters. It's the last thing they'll ask from you. Until the next thing. The Australian Podcast Awards. Is Dad listening? Dad? Dad? Dad, I'm doing something good. Come and watch me. Dad? Dress code last night, boys, was black tie with a splash of colour. Yeah. Um, very few people adhered to the latter element of that. Because it's hard to do black tie with a splash of colour. A guy messaged you on the internet mm. and he said your – was it your bow tie was the equivalent of a – Yeah, keep short, short sleeves. sleeves yeah. And like, oh. I mean, we've only just stopped laughing. Yeah, <laughs> from I mean, dunked comment. on. Absolutely fucking dunked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Posterized. I, I considered wearing my budgie smuggler, uh, smugglers, the mm. retro Australian mm. budgie smugglers as a splash of colour, but then I, I like realised uh, no one would see it. I wore the budgie smuggler socks that they issued oh, yeah. us as friends of the show mm. or friends of them mm. and them to us. I wore them mm. last night. That was my splash of colour, some budgie smuggler you socks. Know, I was just, just thinking, lads, just on the theme of like, mm. you know, men being critical, what other men wear. But the real alpha of the night was the guy who wore probably the most like outlandish thing, Marcus Stoinis. And then mm. was just like, I don't care. I'm just having a good time with my mates enjoying mm. playing cricket for Australia. Mm. That's He's the kind of guy who would wear budgie smuggler, not necessarily attach Marcus Stoinis to that company. No, not necessarily. Um, although although we can make that introduction. Yes. Should budgie mm. smuggler be interested <laughs> for a finder's fee? A small exactly. finder's fee. But what I'm saying is, mm. is that, you know, real alphas don't compete. That's yes. a quote from Dr. Happy. Yeah. Marcus Stoinis doesn't compete. Yes. Budgie yeah. smuggler fans out there don't compete. Real silverbacks don't have to compete. Real silverbacks don't have to compete. And once again, you don't have to get those retro smugglers. You can get custom smugglers. Do your design, your own design. Take ownership. Take and control. Submit it. And if, there, if, if there's over 11 of them, enter the discount code CHAMP 
and you get some sort of discount. That's the great thing about a discount. You punch in a code, then like you have to pay less money than the yeah. money that you, you otherwise would You type in capitals, C-H-A-M-P. Yes. On the rare. And, and then the money goes down. We did a petition to stamp out the champ, but was, you can was, punch in the... Ch- was going to say right. that, yeah. I mean, we did petition to get that word removed from cricketing lexicon, but this mm. doesn't um, <laughs> obviously apply to the champ discount you can receive from Budgie Smuggler. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So that's budgiesmuggler.com.au. Do your own custom design, your own whatever you want on those smugglers. Marcus Thornis' face. Mm. Whatever you like, incline press, decline, Mm. bench press. Chest was. Chest, that's the hierarchy Hierarchy of of needs. Hierarchy Mm. of chest needs. Mm. Budgiesmuggler.com.au. Um, all right, hashtag ask TGC. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Hugh McLeish says... The guys who write things funnier than we do. Yep. Uh, well, this is a strong start straight away. Okay, as a 17-year-old venturing into the unknowns of grey cricket, a teammate lost his box and being the only other guy in the change room after getting out, he asked me for mine. He was known around the club for his off-field ex- exploits, including going to South America to get rid of a weed addiction to only return with a coke addiction. However, seeing a presumably mid-twenties man in such a vulnerable position, begging uh, me f- for help in his grey nicks jocks with the pouch, I had a moment of sympathy. Next week in the car to training, one of my teammates informed me that when he returned from South America, he also came home with chlamydia. How do I tell my girlfriend that I think I might have chlamydia? Thanks. I just got to be open transparent with her i mean in terms of like she'll appreciate it because it can be actually quite damaging and it's often the symptoms don't present themselves for females oh really okay. yeah okay so uh, he but it can affect things like fertility and so forth so if he does think he has chlamydia he should certainly inform her immediately that's a serious thing yeah she I mean, it, it could be a tricky conversation to, to come up with i think i got it when I, from my teammate mm. yeah 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 you have the toilet seat Hugh, you've got to be careful about it. <laughs> Let's split these up because there's a few. I'll read sure. this one out. This is from Leighton Uzi. Mm. Not really a question. All right. I was at the local supermarket last week at a, around 6 p.m. I saw a guy in his 30s wearing his whites and thongs, which would seem to imply that he'd played a game and wore spikes. Previously, I would have perhaps been happy for him that he'd enjoyed a game of cricket or maybe assumed he must be a good player and hence had some respect for him. But I did not feel happy for him. I did not feel respectful towards him. Since being indoctrinated by your attitude, I felt pure contempt. Not sure whether I should thank you or not. Mm. I was right. It's not really a question. Mm. Um, seeing, seeing someone in full whites in like the real world, just out in society, is jarring. Yes, it is. Like They're really clean. It's like seeing a school teacher... Um, outside school when you're a kid and you'd see, you'd see your teacher at Woolies or something. That was equally oh, disturbing. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense unless it's He's in like that with his family context. or something. He's not yeah. in your maths class. You know like when you're playing cricket and you have to wear whites onto the field because that's, yeah. that's what the code requires. Yep. Like isn't the first thing you do when you get off the field, you just like want to get out of those fucking clothes? Especially the trousers. Mm. Yeah. Even watching like the Australian cricket team – when they're lauded for like not mm. taking their kit off, mm. you see package highlights of like them in their whites, and you just think, "Fucking come on, goat, have a shower." You know what I mean? Like it just looks dirty. <laughs> I need you to have a shower. Was how, come, half. how come cricket clothing has hasn't evolved? Yeah, who was that New Zealand wicketkeeper that like walked home after oh, yeah. a test match? Yeah, and he yeah, was like yeah. seen like in Wellington just walking around the suburbs yeah, with his yeah, kit yeah. and his he full left, white They song. won a game, yeah. He, like, he lived like close to the ground. It was like his first test match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who was that? 
I don't know, mate. But hopefully he's been banished from cricket because <laughs> that's fucking village. <laughs> okay, we got one from. Uh, it says Luke or Sam. Yeah, Turner. I remember reading this one, and and he he's like it came through on Facebook, but like his his um, name on Facebook was one or the other, but then he signed it off with a different name, so I was confused. Okay, I'll read it out. Yeah, um, dear. The grade cricketer. Mm. Dear the grade cricketer. Mm. I need your help with an issue that has crippled me well to this day. As a mid-20-year-old adult, as a young tearaway quick, I was often selected in representative squads and bowled alongside former test cricketer Joe Menny. Um, Jarring. Uh, My career took a downhill spiral when in the under-15s representing the Diggers Hurricanes... Mm. After knocking the stumps out of the ground of two batsmen in successive deliveries, I was nervous ahead of my hat-trick delivery. I breathed heavily, a la Chris Green, at the top of his mark and set upon the proudest moment of my life, period. The release was perfect. The ball swung beautifully late towards the off-stump of the unsuspecting batsman who was pinned to the crease harder than Arjuna Ranatunga on a Sunday afternoon in Colombo. <laughs> the ball thudded into the lower half of the pad as I turned to appeal furiously to my older brother who was umpiring and doubled as our team coach. After a few seconds of supposed serious contemplation, he shook his head with a small smirk as he pointed to signal the ball was going down leg. On the 1.5 kilometre car ride home with my (laughs) mum, dad and brother, he said, it was hitting the stumps but I couldn't deal with your arrogance for the next three months. Instead, let this be a lesson in humility. (laughs) I haven't bought him a Christmas present since and I still hate the dickhead. How do you suggest I move on? Given I am still scarred by this incident, yours in cricket, Sam Turner. Sam, you don't you don't move on. You don't move on from this. He had a he had a hat trick. I got a hat trick. You have experienced a um, grave and evidence based injustice. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you, you are the you are he has experienced yeah. injustice, like, yeah. and injustice is a painful fucking wound. Well, Especially when you realise the justice system is inherently flawed. Well, exactly. And now we're talking about serial and Adnan Syed. He definitely yeah. did it. <laughs> I mean, what about the Nisha call? Reference? No, maybe, maybe that maybe the fucking uh, police like didn't exactly piece it together. But mm. seriously, I mean, fuck, mm. it was Syed. Definitely killed her I like that his brother said Instead Let this be a lesson In humility (laughs) Is his brother like 60 years old His his brother's Michael Kirby Chief Justice Congratulations too And congratulations to Michael Kirby So I don't think you move on from this Like a hat trick He had a hat trick And he pinned the batsman Like a Juno Ranatunga On a Sunday afternoon in Mm. Colombo Imagine Imagine the, the glee of being the brother in the car, mm. like, I'm imagining like he. The power. I'm imagining he's sitting in the front seat, sure. the brother, sure. and, and the uh, the bowler is in the back seat, like right. on the maybe in the middle or on the side, mm. discussing the dismissal, mm. and the brother is just looking straight ahead, yeah. just going, "Let this be a lesson." It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's left here, please, Dad. You know but, but I mean? it's like, on the 1.5 kilometer ride home, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like only time for like two sentences. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Um, this one comes from Joshua Litherland. Uh, last week, my fourth grade captain, also my club president, in a bid to fuse the in- incompatible warm-ups and ground preparation into one segment, ordered the whole team to place the, bra- the boundary cones out while running in an Indian file around the ground. 
This was honestly the most village thing I had ever done in my life and was utterly embarrassed. How can I avoid future humiliation when my 55-year-old captain, whose arm literally bends 20 degrees whilst bowling, conducts the same Satan-like warm-up ground setup combo? Should I hand off uh, my cones to some insignificant miner who is just filling in for the day or establish my alpha status within the team domain by running in front of the group and conducting my own dynamic stretches whilst everyone else is made to suffer through the most beta male practice ever seen on a cricket field TGC? Please help, asks. So I don't quite understand, although I kind of like the sentiment from the captain, to be honest, because this is efficient. But Mm. So they're warming up and they're placing the cones at the same time, so they're running around the field. They're just running around the field. It's like a mixed exercise. It's kind of like let's do a lap, but also set the boundary cones. But surely that's just one person's job. Like there's 11 people in a cricket team. And he's tried. The captain's tried to turn it into a bonding exercise. I think let's talk. I mean, why don't we talk about things you can do in the stretching circle to establish a status? Because, like, I think mm. doing stretches that nobody has ever seen before mm. is one such thing. You look like you're the exercise, yeah. like sports science. Well, the first guy. thing. Well, there's nothing. Yeah, that, that makes someone feel more elite than being asked to lead mm. the stretches. Mm. Um, during the stretching You cycle. announce yourself as the physical dominant species of the team. And why do you always have to go from bottom to top when stretching? Yeah. Like, well, we'll do the fucking well, ankles that's and then we move up. The why? first thing you do is, like, you do a lap, then you stop halfway around and you lean against the fence and you do, like, a really weak calf stretch, even yeah. though you won't do any... You, won't, you, actually, you don't actually perform any sort of, like, uh, physical exertion for, like, probably yeah. another 45, yeah. 50 minutes, depending on what you're doing. You, like, you might not do anything at all, but you always, yeah. like, lightly stretch your calf against yeah. the yes. fence. Yeah. But, I, I bat number six in the side yep. and I don't bowl, yep. which means my involvement in the game is at least three hours away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, but I will... Stre- I will be admonished for not stretching, yeah. even though like yeah. literally my contribution to the scorecard yeah. will not commence. Uh, I will then go and yes. sit down, read the entire Sydney Morning Herald from back to front, yeah, and then I won't do anything athletic for at least three and a half hours. Yeah, there's a lot of very village warm up techniques. I mean, there's the obvious one is the like. The catching semicircle where you're mm. not involved until you that's, get one ball hit that at you, is and it's usually the least. That's the most ridiculous cricket drill there is. Semicircle catching, you underarm ball to a batter. Like, what does that yeah. replicate in the game? It's like nicks and cuts. Like, it's absolute waste of time. Yeah. What about the? Uh, I'll try and explain this with words, given this is a podcast. But oh, yeah. What about the drill where you get? Um, you're all in one group, so you're all waiting in a line for most part. Well, I guess that is really quite cricket, but like waiting to, to be involved. But like you get hit a ball along the ground. So it's ground. It's a ground fielding drill. And as you pick the ball up and throw it in, the um, hitter hits the ball in the air. And so you're throwing while a ball is in the air, which it does not replicate anything in the game. And then as you take the catch, someone hits a ball along the yeah. ground. Yeah, and so you're you're like I I've got missiles coming at me, <laughs> and I'm trying to concentrate yeah. on throwing. Yeah, and that doesn't happen in cricket at any stage, yeah. but it's meant to develop and some you, kind of awareness. Like, yeah, like, if you throw a ball whilst there's like another ball coming at you, and yeah. the, it's a bad throw, someone yeah. will say throws up. Yeah, throws exactly. Like, and there's and not that many balls in a game of cricket. Exactly. But, well, what's oh, the, the keeper just like just goes like what the fuck's this? You know what I mean? Like, like just bounces past him <laughs> because you've got, like someone's hit a ball at your face. Yeah, yeah. And you're, yeah. Like, you're you've thrown it and like stopped the follow through of the throw. Yeah. Because there's a missile coming at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like, and this is cricket. But why is it yeah. like, is it harnessing peripherals? Is uh, it yeah. like, it's working on your peripheral yeah. vision, I guess. Yeah. But when do you need your peripherals? Exactly. Like, yeah. like if Everything's you're, in front if of you're lucky, you get one catch 
in like an eight hour day. Yeah. Mm. And the way you're trained for that catch in the morning yeah. is to have another missile <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> like I can't concentrate on yeah. anything. It is the worst And it's it's kind of like Done in the name of of efficiency Like Mm. well let's get a couple of Goes in at once You know at at once And the rest of the team Is waiting in a fucking line behind Yeah You know what I mean Like we we could all be doing this drill We could all be taking catches Instead we're just waiting in a line Mm. Yelling at the person Who's you know Got a missile coming at him Yeah Yeah. And if if you drop that catch Someone will say standards Yeah yeah, Yeah. Come on boys standards Yeah (laughs) And and you're so (laughs) scared Of the next ball That's about to come It's terrifying Shit throw Then he obviously goes past the keep Then you have to go and get it So then you don't do anything For another six minutes Exactly <laughs> you can right. be the team, like the, the La Bouchain of the team who like stands behind the keeper to like deal with the backups and shit. It is funny, like it's even, a whole thing. even in a warm up, you do wait. Like cricket is, you're just fucking waiting, like waiting for rain, Why waiting to bat. Everybody split up into pairs and just fucking take a thousand catches. Yeah, no, we'll wait in a line and yell encouragement to each other because <laughs> we're pack animals. Yeah. Cricket is a pack animal, so we must all be in a group, preferably a circle. This so, one's from so dumb. Kale Batten. He writes, boys, I went back to my pre-grade cricket, yuck, park shit, in brackets, home ground tonight for the first time in a couple of years. They've recently renovated the club room, so I went down to look at the showers. Turns out they have individual cubicles with doors on each shower. Is this, territory. is this a sign that my club has too many shorts in the shower type young players who were worried about dad's history at the club? Or is it an early example of the new beta era of Australian cricket? Yes, so, that's an interesting question. Well, mm. well uh, yes, it is. And my first takeaway from it is the sentence, they've recently renovated the club rooms, so I went down to look at the showers. Yes, that's a good pick-up. <laughs> mm. so, yeah, the so. They've renovated the yeah. entire club room. Oh, yeah. club rooms? As yeah. a result. What's happening with the showers? Yeah. What are they doing with the showers? What, what, yeah, the first thing I want to look at is the showers. <laughs> <laughs> but that is very cricket. It's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, they've obviously got individual cubicles. As a like 18, 19-year-old, I would have really embraced that, um, mm. earnestly speaking. Didn't enjoy getting nude. It's uh, a legal thing. Yeah. It's it's every new club. The same thing in the UK. Like every, but this, this might be it UK kind of actually, actually encourages like – Ultra alpha behavior because now you'd ex- like now you'd expect everyone to get naked because they've got an individual cubicle and they yeah. won't be, um, I guess, like watched. But mm. but, but, now- but but then the ultra alpha will try and find of a course. way to still do. Well, the like- way that that will be done is going in and out naked. So yeah. it'll be almost a, a yeah, yeah, performative yeah. element to yeah, it. Yeah. You can really um, play up the exit and entry into that I- shower cubicle. Yeah, you're right. It is. I can also say the ultra alpha just going into a cubicle that's already occupied. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing at a club where like it was it was fun to like mm. all shower together and like piss on each other. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's all. Well, I, no further questions. I certainly have no follow ups to that. That's no, just no a normal male interaction that that had. Um, all right, uh, Cameron Quok uh, writes in. This came in a couple of weeks ago, so sorry for taking the time, Cameron. But yeah, a lot come in. Uh, today I played in a third grade match at Birchgrove. Oval, that's uh, Pez, that's the, the third first grade. ever rugby league game was played in yeah, yeah. I think Bradman played at Birchgrove. It's, the home of rugby it's in league. Sydney. Uh, we showed up and the pitch was wet as all fuck. Easily one of the worst I've seen. We were required to stick around because Sydney are a chance at finals and needed the six points. So Sydney's name of the, the club that he was playing against. Why any Arrogant of their team name. would want to waste more Saturdays than they already do, I have no clue. Uh, it got to around 1pm and there was no evident changes to the wicket. Still wet with a thick grass coverage. 
As part of Sydney's desperate attempts to play to get play underway, they set fire to the wicket. Yes, I shit you not, they set the pitch on fire. What the fuck? I've never seen something so ludicrous. I love you, They set can, the pitch you, on and fire. You can see how it comes together. I played at Sydney yes. years ago. Yes. Um, Birchgrove may, may or may not have been the club gorgeous, I was gorgeous. Yeah. Harbour in the background, yeah. boats, yeah. suburban. Yeah. And then there's just blokes trying to fucking ignite a fire in the middle of the pitch so to you dry the they wicket. They want to play. Someone in the team is like like lives for cricket. They're fire. Right? This is my guess. Someone yeah, in the team an, lives for cricket. They're an arsonist. Yeah, and they there's like, always a pyromaniac in every great cricket well, club. Well, you know, I mean, the entire like <laughs> spectrum of politics when it's raining is is oh, it's a, it's a book in, a, in and of Hair itself. Hairdryers. Yes, that's yeah. true. And like you you go in and like everyone assumes a role mm. and the. I've never been part of a team that actually wanted to play, <laughs> but you know yeah. there are these teams. Should we write a book, like just like involving just one rain delay? Just a rain delay, yeah. yeah just called rain delay, yeah. Possibly. Let us know what you think about that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So someone, the, the captain, maybe or the vice captain or the old guy who lives vicariously through his teammates, obviously really wants to play. And like as yeah. the as the rain delay continues, because we're in Sydney mm. and mm. it rains a lot, it does. Um, he starts to get a little bit crazy with his ideas. Yes. There's always one guy who does it. Sure. Oh, this is my guess. Yeah. And it just kind of goes like, and he goes, I, and he's on YouTube now and he's like, oh, he's on Robolinda too. And you say Robolinda? Is it Robolinda? I say, I say Robolinda. Ro- yeah, I say Robolinda. I say Rob Belinda. Yeah, well, that's what it's called. amalgamation that's of what Rob and Belinda, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What happened to Belinda's his lovely wife and they have a joint YouTube account. What happened to his first account? But what's two? It's yeah. Robolinda two. Is there yeah. Robolinda? We'll have to ask you. And then we're going to have an internet special at some point. Yeah. Anyway, he's on Robolinda, mm. Robolinda 2, and uh, he sees that like they did this in the West Indies or something. He's like, we could set fire to this. Mm. And, and it combines oh, yeah. his twin passions yeah. of, um, of like knowing more about <laughs> pitches and pyromania yeah. and arson. His yeah. twin and, passions. And, and, and it is, it's a twin passion. <laughs> and he's like, this is, this is my time. Yeah. And I think the guy who asked the question, let him, let him go. Once they start setting fire to the pitch. So what that, happened? I don't know if the, did the, the game actually ever yeah. get, yeah. end up getting underway. Let us know, Cameron. Because if it, that could be a really groundbreaking way of resolving yeah. issues regarding wet pitches. I like that like, that could be a way to yeah, resolve issues, but also it can just go horribly wrong. Like it just yeah, gets, yeah. Out, gets out of control. Yeah. Yeah. 20 killed in Birch Grove <laughs> yeah. fire. Yeah. And there is like quite no often play. a total fire ban in Sydney during summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Final one. Well, it's so hot there. It's a final one. Henry uh, McIntosh mm. writes in. He says, G'day, guys. Went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Mm. Brackets, a great time. The day after we had our only test win in Perth. <laughs> in the section where Vincent's landscape canvases hung, I walked past a guy wearing a bootleg baggy green. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> what God. the fuck? Was this a sheer coincidence, an evident portrayal of patriotism, or was this a meticulous alpha move that was aimed at the Dutch population to show we are a superior nation that is cut out to play test cricket? <laughs> I love that that was his thought. Like going, like, like yeah. you're, try- you're in Amsterdam going mm. through a Van Gogh museum yes. and you cannot escape cricket. Mm. Like, like how far away mm. can, can you get anywhere on this earth where cricket doesn't infiltrate your mind, let alone someone walking past in a bootleg baggy green. I see it fucking everywhere, man. Like, I was just thinking, like, even if you went to, like... 
Where could you like, go? Well, I mean, the Netherlands have cricket and they got a decent yeah. cricket yeah, team yeah. as well. So it's like it's like, it's not that far fetched. But I'm just thinking you can go to going the Netherlands, to like you're not fucking seeing cricket. Oh, sorry. Like, no, but like, didn't, didn't the guy run in last week and he was like on the abs? He was an abs now. He was on yeah, the abs. Yeah. He was watching a Pat Cummins so over. They, they, they play, you know. Yeah. So does. But I, I'm, I'm thinking like you know like I, it happens to me all the time. Like I just see like a patch of grass it could be anywhere in the world. It could be in fucking South America where there's yeah. no cricket played, and I see the patch of grass and I'm like that looks like a fast outfit, or it's like yeah. oh it's a bit up and down there. I have to get a long barrier if I was going to pick a ball up. Like it just, like, it just crosses my mind. Yeah, which is not healthy. Also, just on the baggy green, like the bootlegged baggy green. Yeah. I thought there was some kind of like you, they weren't allowed. To, like yeah. he's obviously said it's bootleg. It is law. Yeah. it should be law not to be able it to bootleg be a the baggy green. Promise from one of the parties to outlaw bootleg baggy green. Not was a bootleg. Maybe it was original. I think we should get retired. Maybe tax. it was an original baggy green. I, <laughs> it was Steve War. Yeah. <laughs> Selling you your fucking yeah, that's, yeah. that's fucking shit art That's yeah. shit landscape art Van Gogh There's some art house film With Steve Warren and Baggy Green I don't know what yeah. the fuck it is but Let's do there. merch next year And it's just flog Baggy Greens yeah. Is that a good idea? Okay Yeah um, is, is that enough? There's, there's, there's more questions no, that's enough, mate. We got we got a bit we got a bit on today. Well, we, we do other things. We got a bit on today. Um, all right. Well, we've uh, we've wrapped it up. We've got uh, hopefully that was enjoyable for you guys uh, out there listening. Uh, we've 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 done a number of Ask TGCs there. Uh, last week, uh, sorry, next week is the last episode for the summer. For a so while. for a little while, not forever, just a little while. Uh, just Could be forever. Take, we'll see. Just going just gonna mm. take a little bit of a break before obviously a huge winter coming up. With you know, there's a World Cup and apparently an Ashes there's going. There's no on. seasons anymore. No season. Is the Australian cricket schedule literally in India in like, like two next weeks? Week. Yeah. There's no uh, cricket season. There's no actual season either because of global warming. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. That's good. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> and that's what, yeah, we genuinely don't know after next week mm. when the next cast is, but I'm guessing we'll be, you know, tempted by ego to do it soon. Yep, sure. Um, okay, so uh, thank you very much for those people who have written in. Keep sending them in because uh, any good ones we'll do for the last episode of the summer. Australian Podcast Awards. It would be huge if you could take the time to click a couple of buttons. Um, Pez. Just off the top of my head. Yeah. Any – you guys got any requests for guests that oh, yeah. would like next week? Yeah. We've never done this with guests before, yeah. but like – Dan Jones. It would be, well, <laughs> given everything we've ever spoken about, is there any guest that we haven't had on that you guys – one on. It's a good show. I think we could just a bit because now that the cricket summer is over, mm. Cricket Australia especially mm. are like mm. a lot more open to just like letting people in our cast. So mm. who yeah. who who do you want? Let us know if you've made it to the end of this show, um, mm. which would be hugely surprising. Yeah. Um <laughs> and we will go and petition them. Mm. Okay, great shout. That's three of the most hungover men in Australia celebrating what's been a wonderful summer. Last show next week. Do join in. Thanks for taking the time.